the largest percentage of change or growing demographic within Airbnb hosts is more on the senior level. And even more interesting than that, that, that uh, a good half, more than half, 60% of those at the senior level uh, are, are females. And so there's a, there's a good demographic match there, not only, you know, not, not because uh, 60 and above represents anything to do with uh, not being do-it-yourselfers or not being able to fix things, but generally that population or that demographic doesn't even want to bother with that stuff. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, Thrive. I did the intro solo this time. Micah couldn't join us, but who... And this is episode 60, by the way. And who could join us is a man by the name of Dave Theus. I think I might have screwed his name up already. He's with the... A company called Homey, H-O-M-E-E, and they do some really cool stuff, and I'll let him explain it, and um, well, here's Dave. How you doing, Dave? Good, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for um, hopping on with us, with me, and um, so I'll just jump into it. Um, What is Homey? Sure. Homey is, you can think of us as the Uber for property maintenance. It's an on-demand property maintenance company. So we do uh, today four services that we offer, and it's uh, HVAC, so heating and air conditioning, electrical, uh, plumbing, and then uh, handyman. And it's all accessible through an app. You tap on the the service that you need at the address that you need, and we'll usually have a tech to your home within 28 minutes or less. Wow. That's pretty cool, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) The reason – this is uh, I'll tell the fans real quick. The reason – we have um, Dave on, and we're talking about Homie. Is uh, it's funny? A, a previous episode, a fan chimed in because um, they they listened to our episode, and they were like, "Hey, um, y'all mentioned something about if you had like a twenty four hour handyman service, that um, that would you know someone should make something like that, especially for the Airbnbers, because you know a lot of times, well, people Airbnb their houses and and." <laughs> That they don't even live anywhere near it, kind of thing, and they don't have like a circle of people that that can go jump in and help when they need, uh, you know, AC goes out, lights go out, something, you know, anything small to big, and um, so me and Micah were talking about that, and then our uh, the fan chimed in and said, "Hey, there is something that does that. It's called Homey," and um, I was like, "What the heck is Homey?" And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's this cool service. And she explained it to me a little bit. And so I was like, well, I told Micah, and he said, well, I'll, uh, get the guys on. Let's see what they're all about. So um, so here's Dave, and here's Homie. And, um, yeah, man, that's sounds pretty cool. Um, so Yeah, we do we do a lot of work for property managers, as you would expect. And, and Airbnb has always been the host for Airbnb has always been a, a good target as a, as a customer of ours or for us because property managers use us day in and day out. Uh, so we can service properties that uh, homeowners aren't actually in, so vacation homes, second homes, rental properties. We serve a regular consumer, so there's, you know, there's something like, if you, if you read the ridiculous facts, there's over 121 million total households in the U.S., and each of those households could be potentially a, a homey customer because we all have things go wrong in our house. Oh, big time. Yeah, not just for single uh, short-term rentals anymore, huh? Exactly. So, so yeah, so we, you know, Airbnb being that uh, a lot of the, the hosts for Airbnbs don't actually live in the area that they, that they have their Airbnbs or they don't have a, a network full of, of service professionals, that's where we come in because we have a, a pretty large network of service professionals in all of those different trades. And they're all on our, our online and ready to go to take to take requests. So they can be emergency service requests for, you know, everything from a from a clogged toilet that might happen inside of a home to a home improvement project. So we do everything in between. Oh, that's awesome. And um, and one of the reasons that brought um, me and Micah up to the to that topic when we were we had the, a few shows ago was um, and I've already told the story a couple times on on the um, the podcast. I don't. 
I don't want to go do the whole story again. But anyways, my my little one-year-old daughter was in the hospital. You know, I was there with her over the, like, it was over a weekend. And, um, and I, of course, I had Airbnb guests. And, um, <laughs> you know, Murphy's Law, what can go wrong will go wrong. I've never had any any problems with the house until the worst possible time where I'm there with my daughter and and my wife. And we're just beat down. I have, you know, no sleep for two days kind of thing. And, of course, the, the AC is not working well. So... Uh, 11 p.m. at night, I have to go over there and um, see what's going on with it. Because, of course, I don't, I mean, I don't know any on-call um, um, air conditioning people or whatever. Or even if I did know some people, they, they're they probably asleep already. So I had to go right. over there, find out what it was. Luckily, it was something minor. It was like the filter was a little bit caked, and I changed out the filters. And anyways, um, so I got it handled. But the thing is, I was like, that that's what brought us to the topic. I was like, how come nothing exists where we can just hit, you know, like you said, an Uber app where we can get get someone out there real quick and they can fix it you know i would have paid good money i would have paid good money right. for it and i was gonna that was one of the questions i was gonna ask you would that have been um a premium if someone has to go out there like at midnight to go fix something now t- typically we don't charge extra for ap- after hours we're starting to to look into that and investigate that um the difference the big difference of of our service obviously the the on-demand nature of it for for both emergencies and for convenience, it makes us a kind of a game changer. But the other piece that's different about us is we run everything by uh, a clock. So the provider is is on a on a clock, and the consumer has a clock on their side of the app. And so if it takes the the service professional 20 minutes in your case to to change out those filters, you're paying for 20 minutes of his time. So there's no minimum charge. There's no you know you have to. $150 to come out at uh, midnight because I was in bed. It's none of that. We, we charge a, a flat dispatch fee uh, for the person to come to your home, and then it's all done on a timer. So, again, we've had customers in the commercial space, say, for a restaurant that have called us out in the middle of rush hour, you know, f- traffic for dinner, and they had a clogged toilet, and our guy was in and out in 17 minutes, and the, the restaurant paid 17 minutes of that person's time to, to get the toilet moving again. Wow, that's awesome. It's great for the us consumers anyways right now. Um, I would think that um, I, I automatically comes to mind is when you, when you mention Uber, there's a, lot of, you know, there's a lot of disgruntled drivers that say that, you know, I took someone across town and I only got five bucks or something like that after my cut or after my, you know, three bucks or something small. So someone that has to do something like that, I know it's a simple job, but there's just the fact they have to use their gas, go across town and do something like that. And um, and you're paying them by the minute. It sounds like um, it sounds like a great deal for us consumers. But is that I mean, is it worth it for the um, for the workers? Yeah, it certainly is. So we we you know there's there's a huge gap between what big professional say HVAC companies and, and plumbing uh, companies actually charge the consumer versus what they're paying their providers. And so we kind of we, we sit in the middle there. So for, for the general provider, we don't charge anything to that provider to be on our network. So we run the background checks. That's all on our nickel. A provider registers, and they can go online. And immediately after they have completed their background check, they can take jobs. And so there's no referral fees. There's no fee to be on the network. There's zero out-of-pocket for, for that provider. And the way that we do our, our, our pay is that generally it's based off of where that service job is, is occurring. So I have rates from 5,000 counties across the United States for all the different services. And we pay a, a pretty handsome hourly rate to the provider that they will generally make more with, with our service than if they were working at, a, at another larger firm. And yet there's that margin in there that we can charge less for the consumer as well. So we, we kind of fit in that, that little area there that, that makes it truly a good opportunity for providers that either want to build their business, they want to, you know, they all moonlight essentially uh, after hours or on weekends, and, and we're providing that function for, for the general professional. For those that are within large companies, like large HVAC companies or, or plumbing companies, we fill their downtime. So not, not, you know, there's always canceled or cancellations with consumers. There's always downtime where 
the provider for that, that larger firm generally is still on the clock. So they're still getting paid and they're not actually bringing in any revenue. So we help with that capacity for, for the larger companies too. So instead of making zero dollars, they're making a pretty good rate with us, but the consumers are still coming out ahead. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, one thing you said there that um, automatically caught my attention was um, you're actually one-upping Uber in a way because they, they're totally against background checks. Yeah, that's correct. We, we You know, everything, a provider goes through a pretty rigorous background check with us because obviously we're sending them into the home. Uh, they're representing our brand, the homey brand. So we have some pretty rigorous background checks that we put the providers through, and, and they are not able to go online and accept jobs until the background check is cleared and then we continuously monitor that so so it's a it, you know safety is, is key for us especially for sending people into other people's residence uh and and they have to we have to be absolutely committed to the safety this is a really great idea and um i'm glad someone's doing it uh, it sucks that we didn't start it but <laughs> i'm glad someone's out there doing it <laughs> And um, yeah, before before you know, before I go any further, this is not a, a, an infomercial or nothing. I just we thought about this, and and y'all y'all heard from the previous shows what well, we've been thinking about this, and we found someone that's doing it. So we just want to dig in and find out who they are and find out how they could help our listeners too. You know, if need be. I appreciate that. You know, there's there's a lot of over. You know, I've, I've done obviously I know a lot about Airbnb and and. There's some interesting things that, that have aligned here on, on some demographics. You know, I, I've, I've recently read that the largest percentage of change or growing demographic within Airbnb hosts is more on the senior level. And even more interesting than that, that, that uh, a good half, more than half, 60% of those at the senior level uh, are, are females. And so there's a, there's a good demographic match there, not only, you know, not, not because uh, – 60 and above represents anything to do with uh, not being do-it-yourselfers or not being able to fix things, but generally that population or that demographic doesn't even want to bother with that stuff. And so we that's a, a pretty amazing match between us and, and Airbnb and that demographic that, that's, that we serve very, very well. That's awesome. Like about what percentage of your business comes from Airbnb? Uh, we don't track that. So, so today we're not tracking that, but, you know, as, as part of this podcast opportunity, you know, we're going to offer up a, an Airbnb promo code. And if people that are Airbnb hosts want to give us a shot, we'll, we'll offer up a promo code. And, and that way we can track Airbnb hosts. Oh, awesome. Would that code be Live, Let, Thrive, by the way? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure will be. And that, you know, we'll, we'll offer a good $25 off of first use. Uh, using that that promo code, uh, and and you know we can put that on on your site as well, and and that way we can track Airbnb hosts. We can track that you know what we're doing with Airbnb. Um, we're we're working on some larger partnerships, so so that should be coming soon as well. Is there is there a base cost? Like if something happens and someone has to go out there, is there a a fee? No, we we charge typically what because of our. Our time, so so we the way that we do um, just just like Uber, right? It's it's location based. So we try to send to the nearest providers to your location because we want them to your house in under 30 minutes. That's our big thing. And, and when we look at our national averages, like I mentioned in the beginning, 28 minutes or less, we have a pro to your house starting to work. So what we do is the dispatch fee to get the pro to from, from their current location to your house, we typically pay about a half an hour of that person's rate. And so that is the only minimum. We call that a dispatch fee. Uh, and, then, and then everything else is on the clock. But if it takes the pro, you know, if, if it reaches a pro that, say, takes 40 minutes to get there, 45 minutes, it's a flat rate dispatch fee based on that person's time. But, but our typical... You know, response metrics are pr- pretty amazing. We, we, the time that a consumer places a request through your cell phone, so like I said, it's a pretty easy process. You go in, you, you either uh, select your current location or if it's a, a property that, that, you, that you use as an Airbnb host or, or you rent out, uh, we, we allow you to put in managed properties. So other locations, you tap the location you want, you tap the service you need, and then we send it out to all the pros that are online in that area. 
it typically takes under 30 seconds for somebody to accept your job. So, you know, that's pretty mind-blowing because sometimes it takes more than 30 seconds to get somebody to answer a phone call. <laughs> but with our service, it's, it's 30 seconds or less somebody is accepting the job. And then in under 30 minutes, they're at your door knocking on the door getting ready to start work. That is sweet. Um, how many pros are on the app? We have about five. You know, we're, we are in, currently we're in 19 states. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting a, a nice national footprint here in 2018. Uh, we have about 5,000 or so pros that are online in those 19 states across all the different services. And, and as you would imagine, we're, we're signing pros up daily. We've got teams that uh, launch markets and sign pros up. We have the viral nature of, of our business is, is pros generally recommend other pros and other trades. So if we're, if we're talking to a, a plumber, they, they won't necessarily recommend another plumber, but they'll recommend a, a, the best electricians in the area, the best HVAC, and, and next thing you know, we've, we've got a nice little uh, network of pros in that region, and then we launch the market. So we've got a lot of pros. We've got a lot of pros that have been, you know, obviously background checked, ready to take service, and, and are actively working on our network. And and I guess uh, one huge advantage that I see for like a, a pro signing up for something like this, yeah, I mean, of, you know, they paid by the minute, paid by the hour thing. Okay, and some of them will probably be suspicious about it or whatever. But I mean, imagine that impact you, they have on the on the owner of the house. You know, they get there in under thirty minutes, they fix the problem. It don't cost that much, and and they're like, wow, this this guy was you know prompt, professional. And when I have a big project, I'm going to call this guy. That's right. And and the other the other positive effect that this has is because it's on a on a timer. The great part about that is is we all have the to do list, right? The honey to do list, and. You might have the pro coming out for to, to fix something, and you had ordered a homey service for that. Well, why he's there, you can easily extend and say, well, I'd like you to do this service, or I'd like you to do that. Or, or usually once we have somebody that is, is a satisfied homey customer, we never lose them. Uh, they're, they're constantly top of mind that they have uh, you know, other projects around the house or other emergency services that they need. They, they immediately go to homey because it's just so convenient. The price is right, and, and our professionals make the business uh, it's the success it is today because we've got such great professionals on our network. There's a are you are you on um, any Facebook groups, Airbnb Facebook groups? Not yet, not yet. So we've been, you know, obviously we're we've been in business since uh, 2016. Um, so so we've been, you know, a little more than two years since we've since we've launched the business and, and have been in production and doing jobs. So we're just now starting to come up for air and, and do a little more uh, marketing and joining these kind of digital firms. We, we do a little bit of advertising, but not we haven't had to do a lot. Um, but, but you're absolutely right. We have expanded our team to have some business development folks that are, that are starting to reach out for, for additional partnerships. We just recently announced a partnership with, uh, with the Home Depot um, so we we have a recent press release around around the partnerships around Home Depot. Awesome. Uh, in fact, they they invested in us in, in a Series A capital raise. So so we're 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 now starting to to get out there and, and to broadcast ourselves a little bit more. It's the other big time already. We're getting there. Getting there. Because <laughs> the reason I asked was um, there's a particular group that's pretty big. It's, uh, it's pretty big. It's like thirty over thirty thousand people in it, and wow. um, Airbnb hosts, and it's called Airbnb professional hosts page and um yeah 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 if you have a pen airbnb professional hosts page and um so check that one out when you get a chance if you if you certainly will yeah and but the thing is why i brought it up because it's about hosts you know there's just they just go on there they talk about things they vent you know things get broke and then they go on there and ask anybody know uh, a plumber that that lives that that's in this area anybody and they just throw it on there you know if they need something that's and yeah, that's right up our alley. Exactly, that, that is a perfect place for us to to, to take a look to at. hop on. And what I noticed a lot, you know, us um, us Airbnbers, we you know we we kind of bite off more than we can chew a lot of times in the sense that we'll uh, we'll set up the next Airbnb, and once we start setting it up, we already put it on the page, get it ready, and we start getting hits. We start getting people kind of gonna gonna stay. 
gives us right. a little a deadline. So, I mean, some people will have like two weeks to get this whole thing finished, you know. And I've had people Jeez. on the like a husband and wife on their hands and knees putting in hardwood Jeez. floors, and you know, the night before because their contractor, you know, bailed on them kind of thing. Wow. And I'm like, man, this would be perfect if y'all hopped on that site, you know. And we um, certainly will. Yeah, well. and um, and then we all, you know that uh, that's a, another great lead into we 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 can actually send a, a team of homies so you can order you know if you if you're doing a nice uh, flip for for an Airbnb or or you're just getting it ready to start hosting, you can bring in a handyman, a plumber, an electrician at the same time, right? So they're all working at the same time to knock the thing out in in, in under two weeks because we do apartment turns. We do uh, home flips, and and that is you know the on-demand nature of it is great because we can send in a, a whole team of homies in different trades to knock it out at the same time. Orale, a bunch of homies. That's right. <laughs> um, no, that's really cool, and I, and I and I thought about that too because um I have a I have buddies that do the the home flipping thing, and um right. and they've dealt with contractors and had very bad experiences with contractors where they just don't show up and they don't hear from sure. them again and they kept whatever money they gave them and then like they got to you know like deadlines they got to finish this project but but y'all exist and uh, for cases like that too that's pretty cool. That's right, and what what we do is for. You know, we're, again, similar to other on-demand platforms, but uh, we, we have a, a credit card on file for, for those people that are ordering the service. And for the providers, another big positive benefit that, that I didn't touch on earlier is the fact that we pay them in 48 hours. And so once the service is complete, we actually, you know, hold the, the service, the, the, the hold the payment for a couple of days uh, just to make sure everything's gone completely well. And then, uh, and then we pay the providers, so they're not chasing the money. They're not. They're, there's no 30-day terms that then they they have to go try to hunt down and, and have a pretty decent accounts payable or accounts receivable groups. Um, that that is another huge added benefit uh, for for being on the homie network. And on the consumer side, obviously, we deal with any complaints. Right? There's a satisfaction guarantee. We'll make it right. So we have a thousand-dollar money-back guarantee on on. Uh, on any service that you aren't satisfied with, I'll tell you today we have never tapped into that because we just make the service right. We'll we'll send somebody back out to fix. You just want the job done and you want it done to your satisfaction. So we we take care of that if there's any complaints. So we're kind of that middle person that a consumer or an Airbnb host would deal with, and and not uh, the end provider that you you constantly chase down. Yeah, that's really cool. I was going to ask you what that thousand dollars. So that's you know. Of course, yeah, like you said, it's cheaper probably to go send someone to, to fix the problem than dish out right. <laughs> dish out thousands right. here and there. Right. Like the, there's a. And then, at the end of the day, they just want whatever was broken or whatever repair or improvement they want. They want that done right, and so we're going to make it right because we obviously want to earn their business the next time they have a a home service or property maintenance issue that they want us to deal with. Indeed. So, as you're like kind of like Uber, kind of like. Um, the Airbnb of fixing things a little bit. Um, is there a rating system? Do they do? Can we rate them? Can they rate sure us? Is. Yeah, there's the the beauty is so there's a two way rating system. So the provider as as they leave and and, and are finishing up the job, they get to rate the consumer because we want to know, you know, before another provider goes into that consumer whether they're a, a difficult to satisfy consumer. So there's a rating on their side. The rating on the provider side is even more important. So uh, the, the way that the ratings work on the provider side is that uh, provider, uh, their, their hourly rate, uh, their wage is, is factored by their rating. So if they're a five-star person, so it's one out of five stars, right? So if they're a five-star person, they are uh, able to earn 100% of the rate that they're qualified for. If they start receiving fours and and you know, good heavens, a three or so, it knocks their rating down, and then that rating is used to factor. So if they're a four-star person, they get 80% of the rates. So I'll tell you, since we implemented that, our providers are polishing the floors on their way out the door. They're, they're wearing booties in the house. They're polite as can be because they, they are, are wanting that to maintain that five-star rating. That's cool. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's like that because, I mean, 
you, you pretty much go by, um, okay, here's how most people get a contractor that, that I know. They, they ask a friend if they know somebody, right. and they send right. that person. They don't know anything about them. They might have done a good job at their place or halfway decent or whatever, but who's to know that they're going to do uh, a decent job at their spot? There's no rating system. We can't look them up exactly, and right. see any stars on them. But that's, that's what's really – and it's coming to that like in, in a lot of businesses, you know, all the Yelps and stuff of the world. Certainly is. Yeah. And so, and and rightfully so, man. I mean, if you're gonna do a good job, get praised for it. If not, then um, yeah, you should get knocked for it a little bit. Yeah, and then you trust the community because the community is the the ones that are using these pros. You know, they they don't know, you know, until you use and, and know homie and, and our employees and our and our, you know, com- company DNA. You you need to trust the, that the community is given the ratings to the people the right way. We don't get in the middle of any of that, you know. So so it, it all happens in the app. You can't order another homie until you've rated the one before you. So it's all a part of the process in finalizing a job and getting paid, or or paying for the service. You have to rate each other back and forth, and and that is completely up to the community. Cool. And who came up with this? Was it was it you or you and a Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a what I like to call a, a do-it-yourself hack. So I'm an engineer by trade and, and think I know how to do <laughs> maintenance <laughs> items. And and I actually ended up uh, I was I was the, the story goes that I was rehabbing or redoing a, a master bathroom of ours at our house. It was about the last bedroom, the last room that we needed to uh, to touch in the house that we had bought years ago. And my wife and, and two young kids were, were out of town. They were going to visit her brother-in-law. And, and so I decided to stay back so I could, I could remodel our master bathroom, the last, last sole room to be touched. And I ended up uh, wanting to do some surface stuff, you know, just to improve the, the, the bathroom itself and ended up uh, trying to change out a valve on, uh, on the shower and uh, ended up being a little too aggressive and, and cracked the copper pipe. And this was a Friday night, so my... My family was gone. It was a Friday. I was trying to get the entire remodel done before they came back on a, on, a, on a Sunday night. And at that point, I couldn't even turn the water back on in the house. So I, I was a software guy. You know, I was in software for years here. And so I, I, I knew a plumber friend. We all have a, a friend that does something. And, and this was a plumber friend. And I called him because I just needed some expertise. I knew I was above, you know, my, my pay grade here and my skill set. I knew when to call somebody, and he said, listen, you know, I'm your friend and all, but I can't get out there until Tuesday. And our company charges, you know, 250 bucks. Your friend discount knocks it down to 150 bucks. And that was just to get somebody out there for an extra set of hands for 10 minutes to help me exchange, you know, cut out the, the piece of piping that was cracked and to put in a different piece of piping there. And I couldn't even get a friend to come out. And at that point, it was, there's got to be a better way. And and and. Certainly, that was after the advent of the on-demand. You know, we, we were in 2015 at that time, and Airbnb was well underway. Uber and Lyft were well underway. And so that on-demand mindset was there, and yet this trade, the, the trade, the, the property maintenance, the home improvement trade, was an industry that had not been disrupted yet, and, and it just matched perfect. So that was my side of the story. I have a co-founder named Doug uh, and, and he's the opposite, right? He's not a do-it-yourself guy. He's he's somebody that would just pay anything to get somebody to come fix something. And he's out of uh, out of our Tampa, Florida, is where where he lives. And we were on a business trip, and, and his wife had called, and, and their air conditioner was out. And he's got three young children, and so we're you know we're out at a business trip, and, and yet she couldn't get somebody to come to the house, and it was you know 90 degree temperatures in August. Uh, and so he would have paid any amount of money to get anybody out there immediately to, to get the air conditioner turned on. So mm-hmm. between the two of us, both in software, both having different experiences along this home improvement, home fixing, home repair, and said there's got to be a better way. And we started looking into it and found out there was no other solutions that were, were doing things the way that we thought about them. And so that's where the idea started, and, and from there it kind of took off like wildfire. So we knew... There was a there was a problem out there in an industry that needed a little bit disruption and uh, a better solution and, and I think we landed on something pretty neat. Definitely, the contractor industry needed some, needed a bunch of disruption. Certainly um, did. Um, do you, are you aware of what Bigger Pockets is? No, I'm not. Okay, um, that's another one I want you to look up, Doug. 
Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. You kept saying Doug. I, the, the double D. They call you a double D, right? That's right. That's right. Doug and Dave. <laughs> so um, look up Bigger Pockets. It's it's a huge um, it's a huge um, platform. It's like you know you can go out there and make a profile and stuff. And it's all about real estate. That's all. It's all. It's about people that are in, in real estate investors. People hop on there that are agents. People hop on there that are flippers and you know buy and holds whatever. It's a it's a big community. It's a, it's a really cool pod, really cool podcast too. And yeah, you see that all the time. And even on the show, they mention it. They're like, how come you know and they got their system down? They got the you know this is how much we're gonna pay for a house, how much it costs to fix it, blah blah. blah. This is how much right. we're gonna rent it. But the ec- the 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 um the wild card is always the contractors and they, and they complain about it so much and, and the communities, people complain about it, always looking for somebody, but man, that's just, it's great that someone's finally doing something about it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'll definitely, we, we know of a couple other platforms like, like what bigger pockets sounds like. Um, We've had some really good discussions and, and are part of those platforms as well. Awesome. Another thing, um, you mentioned something that earlier, and, and this and this is really cool. I mean, this is I mean to me, I'm fascinated by this um, the whole um, corporation thing, and because you mentioned that Home Depot is investing in you guys, and you said something a uh, Class A. How, how does it go? It's Series A. Right? Series it's, A. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. So that's when you're like, is that okay? Uh, I, I might not know exactly what it is, but it's like when you're raising money before you like go public, kind of thing. Is that what correct? Like? Co- correct. Yeah, as a as a private startup, you know, you start with with some seed capital to help you build the business, you start to build it out and, and to get to the explosive growth, you, you typically take some capital in the Series A or Series B is, is after that and, and you start to use that to build the business to, to go national or, or global and to start to have some, some marketing budgets and some budgets to expand what you're doing. So that, that's what the, you know, we, we raised uh, $11 million in the Series A and that is is completely to to go across the United States. So to go from you know 19 states that we're in today to to the full 50, and to be in all the the top MSAs across those 50 states, so that we truly address a need that's out there in every market. You know, we when we first rolled this out, we rolled it out in in Tampa and Cincinnati. Tampa's where my partner resides, and, and Cincinnati's where where I'm from. And so those were our two kind of launch markets, and from there we spread across to Ohio, we spread across Florida, we started to get into uh, other areas like Georgia and Atlanta and, and, and New Jersey and Pennsylvania and then, and then out west. And so that Series A money is, is truly there to, to do more on the marketing side, to do more on the product side, so some of that money is going into to additional developments on, on the app, and, and we have a back-end platform that that's being used to start to do some, you know, some neat things like some voice integration so you can order a homey plumber from Alexa. So there's some pretty neat things that are coming through through the ability to take in money like that. Now, be careful with Alexa because, I mean, you don't want to say, hey, Alexa, um, send some homies to my house. You might, they might send <laughs> the wrong right. Right. type of homies. We've got we to gotta get that right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what's I'm going to call it? Okay, you started mentioning some of the bigger cities. And, and it's funny because I mean, I mean, people are hearing about you, and because that fan that that, that you know messaged me said that um, that she said, yeah, there is something that exists. It's called Homie. It's really great. It's awesome service. And um, I was like, oh, cool. You use it? She's like, no, it's not in my area. And so, wow. it's like, so she's giving you praises without even being you know you being in her that's area. That's fantastic. So that's great. And you, we, yeah, we we um, you know I track. I track where registrations are coming in because as we're on different, you know, I've, I've been on uh, different newscasts, so, so we get picked up on, on television. We get, we get picked up on, on the digital front, on podcasts and, and, and radio shows, which has been, been great. It's been a blessing to, to be on there and just be, be talking about our business. But people will be signing up. We, we have sign-ups now in, in every state across the United States. Even if we're not in that state yet, they're just waiting for us to, to start the network there, uh, to get the providers on board, and then we open up the state for, for ordering. So it's, it's fantastic that we've got people just waiting for us to, to get active in those states. Cool, cool. So, so let, me get this, let me get this straight. So, so you're, you're a shitty plumber, right, that, that daylights as an engineer? That's right. That's me. That's me. I'm a do-it-yourself hack and a really, really bad plumber. And so I would, I would just assume, 
real quickly because I'm just trying to, to figure out some things for myself personal. You know, I, this is why I got the show so I can figure out stuff. Sure. And um, I would assume you wouldn't have too much knowledge on how to like um, form a corporation and how to raise money and all that stuff. How do you how do you go? Because a lot of our listeners, they have great ideas. They're doing their little own because we do. You know, we talk Airbnb, VRBO. We talk um, we talk disrupting the markets, you know, coming up with your own thing, uh, the share economy. And so right. how does one person with a good idea go from just having a good idea, you know, doing something out of their house, whatever, to, to making it big? Yeah, so, so I, you know, my background is I, I was, this is the second startup that I've, I've been in. The first one I founded, I was employee number four of, a, of another startup that I was bought in, brought into to, to run their product organization. So I got to learn kind of on the job on what it takes to, to start a company without actually being a founder. My my co-founder, he is actually uh, he, he's got a financial background. He's he's been a CEO in multiple companies, um, so he's got the the financial knowledge uh, on his side of the equation. I'm I'm your technical kind of geek uh, that runs the product side of the organization. So together we kind of made a, a pretty good co-founding team. Uh, but there's a ton of resources out there. So so there's it's it's actually relatively easy to start a company you can start an llc in in, in a couple hours of time um there's there's services now online that that you know you can pay them to to put together all of the llc documents all the legal filings everything you need to start a company um and then you you, you know if you're if you're uh, talented and, and you have a great idea you can attract some great talent we've got some amazing people that are on our team um, you know, we went out and, and hired people in industry, so people that have property management expertise that have been in that space for, for decades that know how, how it is to, to run a property management company. And so we've been able to, to bring those people on board early on and, and, and get the company moving in, in the right directions. So we, we, we have been able to attract very good talent but it's 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 not that difficult to start the company. It's difficult to be successful. It's difficult to to raise money is always a difficult proposition. Uh, but if you have a good idea uh, and and you're successful in business and you're actually bringing money in, um, attracting attracting good partners on on the money front um, is is probably easier. Uh, than than people imagine it is. Um, so as long as you got a good idea and you're you you have a problem that you're solving, whether it's a product fit, you know, tangible product fit, or or something like ours, which is technology with a service market. Um, if you've got a good solution to something, you you can go out there and find find good money with with smart people that uh, can help you grow that business. And this is how I pictured the whole Home Depot thing going down. You know. A, pre, a warning i'm kind of weird um so you're in this you're in this they're in this room like like the shark tank show and you got the home depot dudes there with their you know suits on but with the you know the orange smock or whatever the orange. <laughs> the orange. <laughs> and they're just grilling you and grilling you and then they're offering you okay we'll give you a million dollars but we're gonna own 90 percent of your company it went down like that right it's it's not that it's not that bad, no. So we we were we were part of a, a star. We we actually got awarded a startup. So there's startup accelerators, in a lot of big cities or startup accelerators. We were part of a, a startup accelerator in Atlanta that uh, was called the Engage Fund, and so that was a combination of some some very large corporations in Atlanta, Home Depot being one of those. So that's how we got exposed uh, to the right people at Home Depot uh, by being part of the startup accelerator, and from there the the, the partnership has just uh, just taken off. So it's not as bad as as Shark Tank, that's for sure. Uh, but, but you're right. I mean, you go in there sweaty as can be, thinking about a Shark Tank experience. <laughs> it's an entertaining show, man. I know it's not it really sure is. like that, but yeah, it's very entertaining. So you're the Waz, and your buddy Doug, he's the Jobs, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So real quick, I mean, because it sounds like a great company, great idea, and, y- and y'all are growing, and that's awesome. Um, real quick, I just, I just go ahead and ask right here. What, like the, uh, the entrepreneurs on our show, and the people with great ideas, you know, stuff like that. I mean, and they, and they want to, you know, they want to make it a little bit bigger. They want to, you know, okay, 
do you have any simple advice for our listeners or you know entrepreneurs out there either to help grow their little airbnb empire or to whatever their idea is sure i I, the first first and foremost don't give up you know that if you if you believe in in the idea or or the business that you have started or or have in your mind as to start don't give up you know it, it it can be as painful as you think from startups you know there's there's many late nights and and you put your passion your soul into it um take advice from those that have done it before um, because they've been through the ups and downs that you'll go through and and there'll be plenty of ups and and plenty of downs as, as you're going through building the business so take that advice get involved in other startup communities there's a ton of uh, startup accelerators, like I mentioned, the Atlanta one. There's there's ones in Cincinnati. There's ones all over Florida. Every, you know, there, there's a lot in in places outside of, of the coasts, right? So you don't have to be in Silicon Valley to start a business or to be part of a startup. You don't need to be in New York. You can be in the Midwest. You can be in the southern states. You can be in the northern states. So stick to your idea. Be, be ready to pivot. You know, that pivot is a, is a big word in, in startup philosophy, but if you're, if you're going down a, a path that uh, the solution takes on a, a little bit of a different um, thread to it and it's actually a better one than, than you had initially thought, go with that. Be, be ready to pivot when you need to pivot. Those are, those are kind of some of the, the, the good learnings from, from being part of a couple startups now. And and real quickly, how would someone going into these, um, you know, the the, the accelerator groups and the startup groups, stuff like that, how do they go in there uh, and protect their idea? You know, I'm, people are always worried. Inventors are always worried someone's going to steal their idea. Yeah, sure. So so for us, because ours was was pretty technology based, we we got patent protection pretty early on. Um, and so before we, we started to, to get this idea out there, you know, we patented, protected certain technologies that we had, certain ideas that we had. We get trademarks on all of our, all of our assets. So in, in, in some cases, we, we've got some copyrights as well. Uh, but, but protect the idea. You know, go talk to, again, as, as the startup accelerators. What's great about those startup accelerators is they'll bring you the experts. So you'll get a patent attorney that can that can help you usher through the hard path of writing a patent application, submitting it, so you have some protections. You, you'll have accountants. You'll have people that can help you on the financial end of the startup. That's what those accelerators are all about. It's bringing mentorships, bringing them to help you grow your business, protect your ideas, get the right people into your company that might help you grow that business. That's what an accelerator is all about. Sweet, sweet, great advice right there. Real quick, I was um, do you have like a a good testimonial, a good example how how your company um like really works well in one certain situation that jumps out at you? Yeah, I I mean I always love talking about the uh, the restaurant one because that's that's one that I think we all would hold dear, and it's a commercial, you know, it's a commercial example. But it, it was a restaurant in Florida that, that had a clogged toilet during a, a weekend Friday dinner traffic. And that could have been a disaster. But the, the concierge knew about us. The concierge, the concierge actually had the app downloaded, registered, ordered a plumber out, in and out in, in, I think it was 16, 17 minutes during Friday night dinner traffic. That to me just is is all about homey experience, and, and that's on the commercial side. We have just as many great um, stories around around property managers that that know nobody. You know, they have vacation homes or they got rental properties that just picked up that they're trying to to either get something fixed or or to flip so that they can they can fill that from, you know go from a vacancy to to full rental and know nobody in the trades in that particular area. And so everything from the consumer that has an air conditioning going out at midnight with a bunch of you know, screaming and sweaty kids uh, to, to those property managers that are managing thousands of homes and do not have a good network of providers are, are, have great experiences with Homey and, and have very good stories and you know we refer to some of these with quotes on 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 our website we've got 
plenty of, of ratings on, on, the, on the app side of the equation in both the, the Play Store for the Android side and in the Apple App Store, people just telling their experience how easy it was, how painless it was, how beneficial it was from both a provider growing their business from nothing to, to five you know, additional plumbers that are now under them. Those are all satisfying, pretty amazing, satisfying stories that, that you're touching people in that kind of way. That's As awesome. a business owner, you couldn't ask for anything better. Huh. That's awesome. I, um, I mean, I'm sold. I'm going to use y'all if if you're around. <laughs> and the, here's the, here's the thing, though. I um, okay. For I've been talking on the show for a while. I've been wanting to to buy a condo uh, to rent, you know, to rent on an Airbnb and to enjoy as my uh, with my family over there in uh, South Padre Island, Texas. And Great. so. Um, I'm assuming y'all aren't there yet. You said you're in you're in big, you know. We, we are all over Texas. Oh. Yeah, that's an actually big area for us. Um, you know, we're we're doing some things on on the disaster recovery side from when Hurricane Harvey made its way through there. Uh, but we've been in Texas for for a long time now, and in, in, in all all over Texas. And and that's I guess that kind of brings my question. And um, okay, let's say okay, I, I chose a place South Padre Island, Texas. Maybe maybe y'all do have some. You have people in maybe probably McAllen or Brownsville down there. Right, right. Okay, cool. That that helps me out. But if I did choose a place and or, or mention a place that I wanted to get, and and y'all aren't there, my my question is how come? Um, okay, since it's app based and everybody has a smartphone and everybody you know these contractors can sign up and all this stuff and it can all be done remotely. Um, excuse me, what, what's preventing y'all from being everywhere um, sooner? Nothing other than the, the quality of the network, right? We, we our business is, is having good quality providers. And, and the one piece that we do, and we're, we're similar to other, um, other on-demand type platforms or the sharing economy, is we, we typically will send a, what we call a launch team out to a new market and that's where we meet with the pros that we seed that market with, right? So we'll meet with plumbers, um, and we'll sign the good ones up that are that are doing work in that area. We'll 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 crisscross the trades to get enough providers that we are confident within two weeks that that we now have the the the, the supply side of the equation um, ready to go. Then we open up the demand side and. and because we like to meet with the providers first, and then we background check them, uh, they need to pass those background checks, and those usually take days. Um, we, we typically will enter a market with cooped-up demand already. So we, we will go in with a property management company that says, hey, I just bought a portfolio of 700 homes in Milwaukee. When can you start Milwaukee? So we know that we can go sign up providers that will instantly have jobs coming in because we know the demand side is there. And that's how we start the market is with more on the, the property managers bringing us in the markets, helps us with, with balancing supply and demand, starts to get the network ready, starts to get the providers accepting on-demand jobs, and then we're ready to open it up to consumers. So that's that's why we, we are in a explosive growth mode, but I, I call it a controlled growth because we want to go into those markets and sign up the right people, not let it get out of hand with, with either a bad, bad provider network or not enough demand that the providers aren't happy because they're not getting enough work. So we, we have a balancing act of, of supply and demand. That's why. That's why we don't open it everywhere yet. Smart, you know do it what do they say measure twice and cut once kind of thing right you got it. You got it. <laughs> so so being this this um like you said you could you could just you know grow as as fast as you wanted to but you're doing it right um i know you're a big picture guy dave and so and your buddy D- dougie doug and so okay. i would um i would assume it's crossed your mind to take this like uber did internationally and um, like as the ne- as the movie The Network says, a millionaire is cool, but a billionaire is where it's at. <laughs> we we absolutely have plans and we have protections in place for for international um, expansion. Uh, our goal is obviously to probably address North America first. So um, we we have some work to do to to open it up in in Canada and and, and potentially Mexico after that, 
And then in international expansion, you know, we, we want to make sure that the trades kind of operate in the same way in regions that we enter. So obviously, you know, European countries would, would match that, uh, that, that kind of thread, uh, and we would go there pretty soon. But again, we're, we're in this, let's get it right across the United States. Once we get it right across the United States, let's get it right across North America. And at the same time, maybe we start to do a, a better global expansion. But, but that is absolutely in our business plan. As it should be. And um, I'm just throwing out all kinds of questions, but but um, have you considered incorporating um, cryptocurrencies into your model? You know, not not yet. Um, we we are we are investigating that um, as as a potential new currency to to integrate for for both payment of and payment to. Um, we are also investigating the use of blockchain for, for other parts of our platform, uh, whether it's, you know, putting things on, on a property ledger as others in real estate are, are starting to look at. So, so all those things from a technology uh, lend themselves to very good use cases for us. Uh, cryptocurrencies, blockchains are, are, are on our product roadmap, that's for sure. Yeah, I think you're coming in at a time that's just like the perfect storm because we, we got you this. Got it. Yeah, everybody's got smartphones. Everybody's used to doing everything with their phone. You know, ordering freaking food to right. furniture right. to like now they can order um, uh, professionals to come out and fix things. And yeah, they and, can, and people are are on that on demand. I need it now kind now. of philosophy as well. And so that that all these things have kind of come to a head where the moons have aligned and, and we've got a solution that kind of addresses the market need you know right everybody says right time right place right solution that kind of thing and and i truly believe that that we are at that position and the other i mean in my in my eyes uh, the other part of that perfect storm is the cryptocurrencies and how that allows you to expand even to every country in the world because you won't have the right. payment the payment issues right you got it it's pretty wicked awesome um, are, are you a sci-fi fan, Dave? I am. This is this crossed my mind, and and, and it's, it's stuff that I say seems kind of like out of left field sometimes, most of the times. And um, but I saw this commercial the other day about this. Um, they're they're teaching. <laughs> this sounds crazy, but you're a sci-fi dude. You you probably get it. Yeah. And um, this this um. Let's say there's a car crash in the middle of the desert, and then they, the authorities get there, but there's no doctor around to help this person. And they show this like um, this robot that they could take to places, and then this doctor can control. He puts on this thing and this like gloves, and he can control this robot, and then do this emergency surgery. I don't know if you've seen that that commercial. I have. Is it? It's pretty cool. I, I mean, know what you're talking about. It's pretty cool. And it yeah. kind of seems way out there, far-fetched, and, you know, it's going to break all kinds of laws because governments are afraid of, you know, innovation sometimes. But I just, I thought about that, man. What if you, um, if <laughs> in y'all's future future, which, you know, it might be just 10, 20 years from now, who knows, that y'all could sell these things that, that us um, Airbnb, us people at our home could put these gloves on, and then a professional um, a plumber will hop on and, and show us how to fix a toilet, you know? That'd be, that'd be awesome. Sure. Certainly, and we... You know the other things that that aren't quite science fiction because they're they're actually happening is is the full internet of things in, in smart homes. So eventually, you know we're we're about there. Is that uh, you you will know that a certain piece of of machinery in your home, say say a water heater, is ready to fail before it fails because there's sensors inside that water heater and those sensors can communicate with Homey and actually have a plumber coming out and repairing that before it becomes a disaster and you have a flood in your basement. So those kind of things are, are all on our product roadmap, and they're not science fiction. They're actually happening. And so sensor technology, the Internet of Things, where you have connected smart homes and smart appliances and smart devices are, are, are lending themselves very well for, for, for properties. That's sweet, man. And so not quite to the um, plumber avatar yet, right? Right, right, not yet, but I wouldn't rule that out. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um, I was gonna say, okay, we talked about a little bit about y'all are like the Uber of, in a way of uh, guys coming out fixing stuff. What? And we, I guess we kind of touched on it, but okay, 
what what makes you super similar to them and what makes you like totally opposite of what something they do yeah so their their use case is is similar in the way that you have uh you have people that are on the supply side that that need a service or, or, or that provide a service that people on the demand side need, right? Our, ours is completely different in the fact that they're, they're, you just need to be licensed to drive and have a vehicle, right? That, that is the two stipulations to be, you know, the good driving record. So those are, those are things that, that are required to be an Uber driver and to provide service or to get service from an Uber driver. Our side of the equation is a little bit different because these are the skilled trades, right? You, you, you don't just want, maybe for some things you could have a, a, a jack of all trades that, uh, that just tinkers around the home. But for most things like, uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want somebody that has no idea what they're doing on, on the electrical front to, uh, to, be, to be wiring things up in my home. So those are skilled trades. Those are skilled professionals that uh, have training, you know, come through the trade schools, a lot of instances are, are licensed in those trades. Those are those are the kind of people that you need on our marketplace, as opposed to just somebody with a car and a license and a good driving record. So that 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 is a difference. The fact that we're a marketplace with with a supply and demand that is on demand and, and essentially instant and is on the app side. Those are similarities, but it it quickly falls away from the similarity side in that we provide a service. We are essentially serving as, as your, your um, prime contractor with a bunch of people underneath us that so we have to provide a service that requires some, some skill. I'm going to, I'm going to make another, um, I'm going to put another billion dollars in your pocket if you don't mind. Sure. Um, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> if you just, um, if you branched out just a little bit, not too much, not too, not too crazy, and added like cleaners, a cleaning service to your thing, I mean, I wouldn't even need a property manager in South Padre Island. You guys would go in there, flip it, turn it. Anything's broke, you send your guy in to fix it. I, I'm over here chilling at my house and over here in Arlington, Texas, man. That's so, all. So you are you are a very good front man because we have, even though we have the four services that we offer today, because those are the ones that we built the business off. They, they were the ones that required the most skill yet on-demand nature, right? You have an urgent need. Uh, we, are, we are very quickly starting to offer additional services in, in multiple different uh, geographies. So we can offer, say, landscaping or pool opening service down in Miami during the whole year as opposed to offering snow removal up in Minnesota cleaning is one of those that are high on our radar as well as landscaping pool pest control roofing fencing those kind of things that uh, are typically necessary to maintain a property so so you're a very good straight man have great ideas we we have those uh, ready to be released here in, in 2018 2019 i think i just got myself a job today folks <laughs> that's right i'm an ideas hey. man hey, hey hey we're hiring yeah <laughs> come changing my oil while you're at it you know and uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 I know you've talked about that too. So whatever. Yeah, we we have we there's there's a lot of things that could uh, easily lend themselves to to an on-demand marketplace. That's certainly true. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember I remember when I was a, you know, and I don't know if you thought about them. You've thought about everything. Whatever. You got you got great people working for you, and and me included. And um, when I was when I was young. When I was young, I feel like an old dude now. When I was young, I was well, I was about um, ten or eleven years old, and I remember just hanging out. You know, back when um, parents we were we were free range kids. You know, we'd stay out right, all all right, night. You know, right. parents didn't even they just we just come in for dinner, or whatever. And I remember chilling under a, a street lamp, which that was our fun back then. No video games. <laughs> we chill out under a street lamp on our skateboards and and spit on ants. You know, and so. Um, I remember doing that or laying laying on my stomach on my skateboard. Anyways, I got up for some reason and my knee hit the skateboard, popped it up, broke my tooth. This is in the middle of the night. This is like nine or ten at night, right? And it broke it all the way, you know, my front tooth all the way to where the the root was exposed. Oh, man. And so I got home and my dad's like, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "I, I broke my tooth <laughs> with the skateboard." And he's like, well, "What are we gonna do? It's like ten, like nine or ten. It was like nine at night." 
And I was like, I don't know, but it hurts a lot. You know, I could, you know, every time I breathe, I could, I could feel the, the coldness on the, on my root oh, and it, sure. it hurt a lot. And so, well, he started to get, got out the yellow pages, kids, the yellow pages is a big yellow book we used to use to, to, to yep. find, you know, professionals and, um, found a dentist, uh, I guess, uh, after hours dentist. And of course, wow. I guess the dentist had to go drive to the office and I, and I got there in the middle of the night, got a root canal in the middle of the night, you know, wow. and, uh, <laughs> So, I'm certain you paid for that as well. Uh, yeah, my dad did, anyways. And um, <laughs> so that automatically, I thought of, of, of services like that, you know, because yeah. people need, you know, emergency dentists. I mean, like, of course, emergency rooms exist, but like something like a uh, like a dentist, like I said, uh, I don't know, emergency doctor. You know, you're um, you'd be on Wall Street soon. You'll know about lawyers and stuff. So, um, <laughs> emergency right. lawyer for a situation. You know, like those TV shows, the cleanup guy. I don't know. There's right. a there's like endless possibilities. So I just I just thought yeah, of what, that. What's interesting is is that used to be the norm, right? There used to be doctors that made house calls. Yeah. And and so that there 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 are services that that have you you'd be surprised but have on demand doctors and, and I think it's more of a a consult, you know, so they're not coming to your house, it's more of a video consult uh for, for on demand. But but I think, you know, that that's another industry that absolutely need, needs disruption is, is the medical space and, and whether it's for insurance reasons, whether it's for cost of care, those kind of things, those are those are all ripe for disruption. Man, they, yeah. The, back to the story about um, my daughter. I mean, because you said a, a serv- uh, industry that needs disruption, and it, of course, a lot of it is um, the lawsuits and stuff. It makes every, a lot of stuff for expensive. Right. But um, right. I remember we. we she was, we were there because her sugar her sugar dropped and she, she had, she'd been throwing up in the morning. Checked her out at a regular doctor. Sent us to the to the big hospital, Cook's Children in Fort Worth, and they um you know they they hooked her up with the IV and they they started checking her blood every few hours. You know it got back to normal. They wanted to keep us for overnight. Kept us again you know two nights because they found out I had good insurance. And then um, <laughs> anyways, I got the bill in the mail. For two nights there, no surgeries, nothing, just checking her blood, you know, you know, I guess she got a couple meals out of it. And um, right. it was over $16,000. And I was like, how how can people afford this? How can regular people afford this that don't have insurance, first of all, yeah. or, or people that are there for like a, a week, a month, year, you know what I'm saying? And it's yep. it, it, like a service like yours, you know, come to your house. Okay, she's not feeling well. They check her out check the yep. blood they have all the stuff and it's like not like uh it's not you don't have to send a damn ambulance that's going to cost five thousand right. dollars just send a regular person that knows what they're doing and they can check them out and yeah it'd be great if something like that existed and i'm sure it wouldn't cost sixteen thousand dollars yeah and it, there's other kind of, of trickle down benefits right they're not in the hospital they can't get hospital-borne infections that turn into something worse because they're exposed to things so there's all kinds of additional benefits that would benefit the medical community as a whole so i i'm i'm a big fan of that i'm in in favor of that kind of thing if if you can get through the the malpractice insurance you can get through <laughs> you know all the all the other things that are, are troubling with with disrupting that that industry but you're absolutely right something needs to happen Man, it was great having you on. Uh, really Thanks, great, yeah. Really great ideas, and and yeah, we're, you know, we got a lot of ideas, but we'll stick to the um, the contractors and pros for now until until <laughs> y'all take over the world totally. You know, homie. I like it how it's, the name's homie. That's really cool. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's memorable. <laughs> it is. So Dave, where can um, people find you? Where could they sign up? Where could they do all? Yeah, yada yada yada. Sure, sure. So our our website is is homieondemand.com. And you can find our apps in, in both the Android Play Store, if you search for Homey, um, and, and on the Apple App Store. And, uh, and you can download, register straight from the app. You can, uh, if you're a professional, you can register through the website and get your background check. So it's, it's all right there. You can enter either of those points. Awesome. And where could, um, if you don't mind, where could people reach you directly? Because um, either as a contractor or as someone that's interested in your service, and they'd li- or they just like to talk to you because you're a really cool guy, Dave. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Oh, uh, yeah. We, uh, I'll, my email is dave at homeyondemand.com. Uh, I can be reached there, and, and uh, I can easily reach out to, to whoever needs, uh, needs to talk to me, and, and we can... 
know, we have market managers, very, again, I can't talk about uh, the great people that we have working for us, but we have what we call market managers in every region, and, and they'll come meet with you if you're a provider. Um, we, we have business development people, so if you are an Airbnb host uh, that might uh, have multiple uh, places that, that you run out, uh, we certainly would, would help usher you into, uh, into some, some of the more advanced stuff we do. We, we can actually, if you're a property manager, we actually have tenants that, that order and property managers that can approve the work uh, before it goes out to the on-demand marketplace. So we've got some pretty advanced workflows for the property management space and, and we can uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, between myself and, and who we have working for us uh, you'll have more than than enough attention to, to to get started with with the platform awesome dave thank you so much and uh, it's great having you on and i uh, wish you the best of luck my friend thanks Stephen. it was it was great talking to you and i appreciate you having me on and i'll be keeping in contact with you about you know Special deals Good. for for your your best Good. friend Steve. Absolutely, will be here. absolutely. <laughs> we, we will we will get you a, a promo code in no time. All right, man. Thank you very much. Okay. And for Live Let Thrive, this is Stephen. And for Micah, this is Stephen also. And for thank you very much, Dave. We'll uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. See you later. Okay, take care. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.